This is Dr. James Crosby, Head of Sustainability at Advantage Utilities. I'd like to ask, could your organisation be more of an energy sector hero? Are you interested in improving your sustainability as a business? Well, now you can obtain the expert view and guidance on renewable energy solutions, on-site generation, carbon accounting, and sophisticated grid energy purchasing options through Advantage Utilities. Our team of experts use the latest tools to better analyse, track and reduce your organisation's energy usage and carbon emissions. To find out how Advantage Utilities can become your one-stop shop for all your energy and sustainability needs, please visit www.advantageutilities.com or give one of our passionate and friendly team a call on 0208-131-4747. Hi there, and welcome back to the Energy Sector Heroes podcast. My name is Michelle Fraser, and every week I will speak with incredible people who share their lessons, experiences, and stories from their time spent in the energy sector. Hi there, and welcome back again to this week's episode. If you're new to the show, then please take a second to subscribe and even consider sharing the show with just one other person. This week, I am joined by Varun Tanija. Varun is an incredible engineering manager specializing in project management and Six Six Sigma Green Belt certification. Varun, would you like to introduce yourself, please? Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Varun Taneja. And sorry, Michelle, first uh, thing is that I should apologize for not coming in earlier. I have a new job and I was traveling quite a lot uh, in the last few months. So I am Varun. Uh, I am working as an engineering manager with a company called Hatch, which is into mining and metals. Prior to this, I was working with firms like Punjloid, which is an Indian uh, uh, infrastructure company. And post that, I was working with CBNI, which is now McDermott for about 11 years. I started off as a telecom engineer because of my degree and moved on to instrumentation, then project engineering, project management, and here I am today. Okay, so how did you get started off in the energy sector then? So the year I started, 2008, when I passed out, it was was one of the worst recessions of uh, all times. And, uh, you know, I was picked up by an IT company right out of college and they delayed uh, uh, my joining by a few months. And that is why uh, that is when I came across a company called Punjloid, which is a big major infrastructure pipeline and energy sector company in India and Southeast Asia. So I got an opportunity there, started working. And as uh, you know, as people say, whatever happens, happens for good. And that is how I ended up in the energy sector and never looked back. Okay. So it must have been a very challenging time when you first graduated, if, if it was a downturn. How did you deal with that? So yes, uh, uh, it was a challenging time when we started back in 2008. The world was, uh, I think, not even recovering. It was not even in the recovery stage of the downturn. I think it started mid of 2007 or end of 2007. So obviously, challenges were there. As a fresher, when you start uh, right in the midst of recession, so you always have that constant fear. The good thing was the company I started with uh, had a good number of projects and they were well settled in the energy sector, which helped me, you know, gain a couple of very good projects, uh, which I started with. Obviously, the first couple of projects in your career define a lot uh, where your career takes you to. Okay. 
That sounds amazing. So did you have any role models during your career? And why did you find them inspirational? So yes, I have had uh, a few role models all throughout my career. career, And uh, my first role model was uh, the engineering manager of my first uh, project, Mr. R.K. Thakral. So he went on to become the the project director uh, for that project and and the organization. Uh, One thing was uh, very clear about his uh, way of style is he was very dynamic. So I really liked his working style, his confidence, and I wanted to be dynamic and uh, you should not be afraid of t- taking risks. And that is the first thing which I saw him do first time I worked with him. I was uh, just fresh into the company, I think three months into the company. And uh, that's when I got a new project as a lead uh, to lead a big pipeline project in Malaysia as a telecom lead. So obviously it was very challenging, but yes, under his guidance and under his leadership, uh, I think now I can say that was the most challenging or the most fruitful project of my career. Okay. What is the most challenging thing about your career? Yeah, so current, currently I'm into engineering management and project management. So analyzing people's expectations and handling emotions, I think, is the most challenging part of our career or job responsibilities. At project management, as one of our mentors or one of our industry leaders once told me, project management is not a science, it's an art. So you learn by doing things, you know, you improve yourself with every piece that you make. So the most challenging part for me, I would say, is handling people, handling uh, emotions and coming out of them. Okay. Do you think it's really hard to do, to deal with the softer side of project management, dealing with people and their their emotions? Because when you're running a, a big multi, multi-billion pound uh, project, it can it can get quite heated at times, and uh, especially if things are not going as planned. Yeah. So yes, we I have had uh, so many instances like that that we have to have to handle people's emotions and uh, uh, you know under pressure, everybody reacts differently. Uh, so the first thing is when you are into uh, that heated moment or under pressure and you have to take care of emotions. So first thing is do not react. Just listen, calm down, and break the problem in smaller pieces. Half of the problem is solved if you communicate well. So in these circumstances also, it is very important to communicate well with the person or the parties involved, with the client, third parties, or our people. So start by not reacting immediately. Calm yourself down. Take time to think and be unconditionally honest. So that's my mantra. Okay. And do you think that that, that helps? Because it can be quite difficult when you're caught up in the moment. So yes. It has to be. It has to be dealt with patience. As I said, that you know, uh, emotions can be varied, and when you are in the moment, so you uh, you can lose cool very soon. So you have to master that art, or with practice over the years, or with experience, that you need to calm down. As project managers or I, as leaders, we cannot lose our cool uh, very often, or we should not lose our cool very often. So we have to keep that calm and you know, be relaxed. Do not react in the moment. Yes, you're right. It is tough at times, but that is how you grow as a person, uh, as in, in your role as well. So when you, you know, uh, come through all these situations and tides. Yeah, I agree. So, what do you enjoy the most about your current role? So I like the I like the dynamism in my current role. So uh, current role, I am into metals and mining for the past five months now. 
all my life for 15 years i've worked in the energy sector with uh, oil and gas companies pipelines petrochemicals this is something really new and wanted to take this risk or wanted to take this opportunity to venture into metals and mining something new obviously the rules or mantras of project management remain the same whichever industry you work with in my current role i really like the you know the new challenges that i'm facing because uh, uh, the domain of metals and mining is very new for me and i would like to you know excel in that domain sometimes okay so what challenges do you face in your current role then so my current role obviously i'm uh, leading a small project uh, in the west of africa but apart from that i'm also taking care of uh, a lot of leadership you know opportunities or activities so the most challenging thing is understanding how does an organization work how to take care of uh, you know people how to make people chargeable and how to make sure that you know people have enough work and how to convince clients how to convince other officers or people in the organization outside the organization as we say internal clients and external clients to give us more work that is something you know is new to my role now and that's very challenging for me no i think that would be really hard actually yeah. have you got any advice on how to to increase your your company's uh, turnover by approaching different customers so you so uh, as i was mentioning to one of my colleagues a few days back that uh, each company has its own culture has its own dynamism has its own uh, you know the setup so you need to understand first in the few first few months of joining a new organization how does that work what is the culture what are the rules that it is set on the manifesto it is set on understand and then start talking to people obviously each country has its own challenges each uh, office has its own challenges each client has its own challenges so we need to understand the background of the office understand what how can we support that particular client or office or organization then proposing the best solution as per your uh, uh, you know experience and whatever resources that you have there will be challenges or there will be pressure there there will be problems during this way but we don't we don't need to be disheartened and stop we just need to go on and on and then you know obviously if you give your best for uh, for best towards a particular problem definitely you will come through it in the end okay so do you find that you, because you've just changed industries from the energy sector over to mining and materials do you find that your your skill set was uh, transferable yes definitely so uh, as i mentioned earlier i come from the project background so the skill set the uh, the basics of project management are applicable here as well and i was able to you know bring my skill set on the table i'm a quality auditor as well i'm a six sigma green belt uh, i excel in communication so all these all these uh, factors and how to take care of projects how to execute them well how to take care of clients and how to take care of internal external parties was really helpful what i learned in the last 15 years uh, and i'm glad that i'm able to use that experience into the current uh, role that i have so you mentioned about the six sigma green belt certificate mm-hmm. certification what is that is do you find it a helpful tool to carry out your current role So yes uh, uh, six sigma is a certification uh, which you know really helps you to understand how does data work so uh, i got an opportunity to uh, get a green belt certification from my last organization 
my project was vendor document management so uh, vendor management or vendor document management is a crucial role or supplier management is a very crucial uh, part in any execution of the project so obviously uh, help so uh, completing that greenberg certification really helped me to understand that data never lies so data is always the truth we need to analyze data whatever we have using the skill skills that we have using the softwares that we have to come to better reports better results better working better analysis it really helps us to you know analyze what was the problem in the past how to decipher that problem now and then you know apply those lessons learned in the future okay so is there still anything that you want to achieve in your career So yes obviously uh, I cannot say that I've achieved a lot in my life yes I have uh, thankful to god for what where I am today but yes uh, it's a long way to go learning never stops and uh, you know the only direction I see is going up from here so I really want to achieve a lot in life uh, having said that I go step by step so the, my first step uh, in the current role or currently is executing a very good project and getting a new project that's another thing I want to do to win a new project for my organization and execute these projects well in the next couple of years and then we will see from there okay but did you ever think when you first started out after graduating that you would that you would be as successful mm-hmm. as you are being a, a new engineering manager because you are quite young to be an engineering manager if you don't mind me saying So never obviously I never thought that because my my bachelor's was in telecommunication has always thought mm-hmm. I'll be working with one of the commercial telecom companies in India or elsewhere being an engineer I never thought that I'll be getting into project management the day I started work obviously uh, I had aspirations of becoming uh, getting into management sometime in my career but uh, I was uh, we as as in young engineers i think the first thing that's there in our mind is grab a nice job grab a grab a nice salary and settle your life and uh, we are very impatient to grow so i started off uh, in the uh, you know technical expertise with my technical expertise of telecom then moved on to instrumentations learned learned few basics of instrumentations i was really really glad to and i was very lucky to be given opportunities in my last organization uh, in engineering management or project engineering my mentors or my bosses were very helpful and they were the ones who said that you should get into project management or engineering management because you have that knack and you know uh, you're good with people you're good with execution and you're good with clients so i was working on a project in the middle east and my project manager said that uh would you like to join my team in the engineering management domain i said yes sir why not so it just happened you know with a within a within a, within a day i think so it it happened so quickly so yes uh, uh, we never know where our lives takes us so um, my message here would be be ready when you get opportunities opportunities raise your hand go ahead take them bang on and challenges or new opportunities will only will only make you grow you have to take those risks in life do you really think that we sh- that we should take risks in life so do you so obviously uh, we we should take risks the amount of risk appetite depends on where you are on your on your career path or where you are in your experience so i would suggest that when you're young you have the more uh, capacity to take on risks so 
you can take risks and uh, the worst that can happen is that it won't work but again as i said every project every opportunity right wrong good bad pass or fail will teach you something in life so yes please uh, take uh, risks uh, take things as they come as you grow in your career your risk appetite will uh, decrease because you will have families to support you will have a you know a role to support but yes having said that uh, coming in the 15 20 years experience range uh, i do take calculated risks and uh, uh, see what can be done uh, and what can be taken out of those risks okay so you must hire lots of lots of graduates every year so what do you look for when you're interviewing someone what kind of skills do they have to have so yeah uh, thankfully my first organization uh, gave me the opportunity to go to a college and uh, uh, interview young grads so the first quality i, I you know look into somebody is they need to be street smart they need to need to be dynamic so uh, and have the right attitude so knowledge is something or uh, technology is something that you know can be taught but the right attitude or being street smart or being, uh, being very receptive towards problems cannot be taught so we need to have the right attitude to learn to grow uh, that is something that comes uh, obviously naturally and can be nurtured even more once you start working okay so when you're interviewing somebody is it is it important to be able to demonstrate your technical ability as well as uh, having the softer side of the interviews for your person yes definitely because that is the uh, prime thing that we do in our job so obviously a person has to have that technical capabilities for me obviously the softer side the soft skills are very important uh, apart from the technical capabilities uh, what i meant was or what i mentioned was technical knowledge is important but if you are willing to learn if you are willing to grow if you are willing to venture into new things you need to have the right attitude so yes uh, technical capabilities are a core a good core platform or uh, you know how do i put it so yes a good core platform is very important when we you know go out and interview people young grads coming in uh you have to have this uh, the belief in yourself that you know you have those capabilities and how confident are you to put those capabilities to work yeah but that can be hard for for a lot of the young graduates yeah because they might not have the confidence in maybe uh, maybe their first couple of interviews how do you have you got any suggestions about how to overcome the nerves so the the suggestion i would give to young grads is just be calm obviously i can you know now think about the time that i had my first interview sitting in college obviously i was very very nervous and uh, extremely nervous i thought that i'll not get through it thankfully i did get through it so my suggestion to the young grads will be to not take too much of pressure uh, the world is uh, now becoming a rat race but at the uh, same time Uh, there are people who are willing to identify your true potential and work towards it uh, there are so many opportunities around the world uh, if you look if you start looking for something you'll definitely land up somewhere so let's not take pressure let's go day by day let's go uh, you know moment by moment let's go interview by into i really hope you know that, uh, the young rats coming up uh, will increase their patience levels or you know 
their energy levels when it comes to uh, uh, these uh, interviews so it's kind of tough so obviously these are things that you have to take slowly calmly and as i said just be calm okay so have you had any career disasters and how did you overcome them thankfully no because <laughs> by the grace of god or uh, you know my mentors have been good all throughout my life so no career disasters but yes there are challenges all throughout the careers but uh, i can proudly say that i've never had a career disaster and i really hope i don't see one in the in the future okay so have you had any difficult situations that you've managed to change into a success Yes uh, so i can take an example of uh, the covid times uh, i was working with uh, one of the biggest uh, uh, project uh, uh, for our organization in us and uh, covid just hit us all, hit us all of a sudden uh, the whole world and we were sitting at home doing nothing the first few months were very challenging the biggest uh, paradigm shift i would say during covid was uh, we never knew when to stop working Uh, the first instance was that uh, when covid hit was that we were always available 24 hours so that took uh, an emotional toll and the stress uh, i was under stress uh, physical stress and uh, that was something you know it was quite a challenge but then uh, one year down the line uh, i understood that we need to calm our bodies calm our mind we cannot just work 24 hours uh, we cannot just be available 24/7 we need to give time to the family give time to your passions and we understood how to time manage sorry manage our time well manage our resources well so covid taught us a lot of things and there were a lot of challenges in the organization as well um, software challenges internet challenges uh, you know people going through hardships and uh, in at their homes uh, so yes uh, uh, now i can say that uh, we were able to sail through it but yes uh, uh, the biggest challenge in challenge was uh, to raise your hand and tell people when to stop do you really think that though because there is still quite a lot of comp- companies that think that you should be available for them 24/7 do you think that is even healthy no it's not healthy and it's not practically possible as well to be honest uh, no person on this planet can work 24/7 uh, all throughout the year or all throughout his tenure so there will be days where the jobs will be more demanding and you know you might have to sit late nights but then if you're doing 24/7 you cannot sustain for long it's definitely not healthy it's it takes a toll on your body we don't realize it so the curve of stress uh, is a very slow rising curve and it just shoots up a few in a few days so you need to take care of your body your health and your definitely your mental health that's that's the most important your well-being i have seen people trip because of this and then uh, they understood uh, the hard way but my suggestion to a lot of uh, you know people around us is to do as much as you can obviously we are struggling to build organizations the best organization in the world but yes uh, we don't want to build the best of our careers or organization at the cost of our health okay so how would you maybe advise anybody that was maybe working too much so we need to manage time and then uh we need to the, the one quality i would say here is uh, we need to know when to raise hand and that uh, everybody knows their own capabilities or the capacities that they can take in health wise mind wise or work wise so we need to uh, have that you know be honest to yourself you know that you cannot handle it and you don't want to say no because it might go to someone else and someone might get that promotion or success but yes 
we need to know when to stop manage your time well make sure you at least i know some some jobs demand 6 days a week but i would say that uh, at least get one or two days off during the week where you just uh, you know get away from your laptop and phone so over the last uh, couple of years i have made a rule that on sundays i do not touch my laptop at all so what was happening during covid in the last uh, till 2022 uh, in fact because i was involved in a very very scheduled type project was i was working even on sundays late at night late at night and then go back to the office early morning so as a rule i have made it a point that uh, once i'm off work unless and until there is an emergency i do not touch my laptop at all thankfully my organizations have been very supportive and my bosses have been very supportive there are challenges when you are in business and when you are in uh, in a project so it's good and it gives you a lot of confidence uh, getting your team or your project out of trouble but again as i said not at the cost of your health okay but have you ever worked in a in a particularly different difficult project for so yes mm-hmm. yeah i have worked in i'm sorry yeah i was going to say where you've had to dedicate long hours so yes uh, uh i have had to work uh, uh in a very tough project with a very tough client uh, and a very tough schedule as i mentioned it went on for two years uh, so it takes a toll on your health as well so uh, i thought that i'm extremely fit my mind is very stable i have the will power to work 14 15 hours a day and work on weekends also yes we i have done that and thankfully that project is now behind me and i'm into a new project and new role Okay. That's that, that sounds really good though. So what is your zone of genius? What are you most excellent at? Oh, so yes, I'm very good at communication, communicating and uh, uh, managing people, managing uh, emotions, executing projects, uh, I would say. I'm good at analyzing problems with the clients or uh, analyzing project problems and then delivering uh, solutions towards it. Yeah. Okay. So what keeps you motivated when times get tough? So so this this uh so when times are tough as i said this project was really tough and thankfully it's over now so the thing that you know gets us motivated is nothing lasts lasts forever. So a problem which has just come up will definitely end so what keeps me motivated is are the new challenges that you know come my way. As i said this is a tough challenge for me in my current role as well. i'm trying to learn a lot again with my boss so uh, my motivation definitely is i have every day i go to office there's a new thing for me to learn there's a new activity there's a new project and there are new people to deal with or new clients to talk to so that keeps me motivated all day long and uh, obviously i have a beautiful family with two kids i know i want to come back home uh, uh, and be with them that's also part of my motivation i would say okay Well, that sounds good though. Do you have any advice for any young graduates coming at want to come into the energy sector? So the advice I would say uh, uh, to the young graduates is uh, take things slow. Have some patience because the initial few years of your uh, job or of your career you will have to put in a lot of efforts and it's true for energy sector but it's true for other sectors as well the growth is exponential once you you know uh, get good opportunities or a few years down the line but be patient be practical 
and give your best every day things will definitely fall in place uh, if you have the right mind and you go with the right mindset uh, don't be impatient with results that you are not getting anything in one year of your job or two years of your job things take time opportunities will come and as i said when opportunities knock uh, don't say no it's very tough to say no i know because there could be some gadgets that may may be comfortable in a current current role that may be are quite hesitant to move up to the next stage i mean that is that can't be true have you got any advice for them to do that so uh whenever you're in two minds of uh, the next role or next project or next job that you want to take in weigh your options i would say calculate the risks that are involved calculate what will you get a lot of times as i said i've got a couple of opportunities where i had the option of saying yes or no and they were quite challenging one of them was very early in my career i, I was asked to go to west africa to one of a very one of you know very dangerous countries of africa uh, for a site survey which was still under army rule so i had the option of saying no i calculated my risk and i wanted to say no but then deep down i thought that if i say no there'll be 10 hands saying yes so when you are in certain situations trust me once you say no uh, you don't want to regret the next morning you get up or after a few days or a few weeks or a few years that you should have said yes so go with your gut and trust your instincts and uh, go with, uh, with a positive mind as i said every problem every project will teach you something in life i think that's excellent advice actually mm-hmm. so i'm going to ask you maybe one final question if you could turn back time would you change anything <laughs> it's a very good question <laughs> and probably the toughest that you have asked <laughs> i would say no because thankfully what i've uh, uh, got in life as opportunities have helped me i would say i cannot think of any of anything that i would like to change i'm glad with uh, what life has thrown at me and uh, i've been good with opportunities or uh, what work has thrown towards me so i grab it with full hand full both hands so there's not one one opportunity that you turned down that you were should taken earlier in your career earlier in my careers i think i can take take one out of my book is uh, i think i was only 2 years experience and i got a chance to go to uh, saudi as a lead and that would have been a great project i could not take it because of a personal reason or a personal emergency at home but i cannot say that i regret that because uh, i'm a firm believer of whatever happens happens for good so i would have said yes or no it won't have mattered whatever was there in my destiny i would have definitely got it nobody can stop that so i won't say that i regret it but yes that was one opportunity i think that you know if not my personal problem i definitely would have taken it thank you that's all the questions i have today i would like to thank varun for your time That brings us to the end of another episode. Thanks for listening and see you next week. That brings us to the end of another episode. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, I'd like to gently encourage you to leave a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts and share the show with another person. You can also follow me on LinkedIn or via my website www.michellefraserconsultancy.com. Thanks again for listening and see you next week.